Hey, 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 this is Ace in the Place podcast. I am your host, Ace. Today is Tuesday, February 23rd, and it is the last week of Black History Month. We are coming out of February. And actually, the podcast is supposed to be done on Monday. I recorded it yesterday, and there were some technical difficulties. So I recorded again this evening. But the podcast is every Monday at 7 p.m. And actually, within the next few weeks, I'm going to go live on the podcast. So you all will be able to come in and listen while I'm actually recording. But that will be in like the next two weeks. So if you can set your calendar, put a little note or something in your phone to be available, if you can be to listen in live with Ace in the Place. Okay, so come on in, have a seat. Let's set the mood. We're going to do something real mellow this evening. This song has uh, really been sitting in my spirit, and so I just want to share a little bit of it with you all this evening. This is Yolanda Adams, Open My Heart. We can't listen to the whole song, but that is Yolanda Adams' Open My Heart, um, one of my favorites by her, and that's really been sitting in my spirit, so I thought that I would share it with you all this evening. So today, we are going to get into our title for today's show is It's the Healing for Me. Yes. Woo! (laughs) Let me stop. But today, we're going to speak about healing. It's very necessary. It's very important to our lives. It's very important that we take the time out to acknowledge the pain. But first, before we hop into our topic, we are going to have a Black History 
highlight for today. And I think I'm still going to keep this going outside of Black History Month because we are black every day, okay? I know I am. But it's I, I like this uh, tribute to, to, to different people. And so I think I'll still keep this in the show, in the rotation a little bit, um, even after Black History Month. So today we are going to talk to about Tina Turner. Yes, Tina Turner, rolling, rolling on the river, river. Now let me stop. Seriously though, I chose her, and I'll get into it. I'll try to tie her into the topic later on. But I chose her. What's love got to do with it? Is one of my favorite movies. So Tina Turner, born Anna Mae Bullard. November 26, 1939, is an American singer, songwriter, dancer, and actress. Known as the queen of rock and roll, she rose to prominence as the front woman of the Ike and Tina Turner Review before launching a successful career as a solo performer. She is noted for her energetic stage presence, powerful vocals, and career longevity. So a few of her accomplishments are... Having sold over 100 million records, Turner is one of the best-selling recording artists of all times. She has received 12 Grammy Awards, which include eight competitive awards, three Grammy Hall of Fame Awards, and a Grammy Lifetime Achievement Award. She was the first black artist and the first female to cover Rolling Stone. Rolling Stone ranked her among the 100 greatest artists of all time and the 100 greatest singer of all time. She has her own star on the walk, on the Hollywood Walk of Fame and the St. Louis Walk of Fame. She was inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame with Ike Turner in 1991 and is a 2005 recipient of the Kennedy Center Honors. So those are just a few of her accomplishments. But I chose Tina Turner for this week because when I got to think about healing and like I said it's one of my favorite movies why I'm not really sure I guess because being a child or younger when the movie came out you know the singing and the dancing and the outfits you know she was like our Beyonce I guess I don't know I was young so it was like I was intrigued and I really didn't um, make the connection because, like, Ike was very abusive. I saw him as funny. A lot of the things he said was kind of funny. But, it, it, you know, looking back, it was harsh for her to have to deal with that, right? It's terrible. He's a funny guy, though. I, I did get a laugh or two or three <laughs> out that movie, but not at her pain, just at the stuff he was saying. It's kind of funny. Anyway, so, I'm sorry, I I chose that movie, I mean, I chose her as the artist because in that movie, clearly Ike was the abuser, and it took her so long to walk away. Why, though? I just got to thinking about the connection of her childhood because she was abandoned growing up. Her mother left her with her grandmother and she was old enough to understand, you know, hey, mommy's gone. She took 
you know, my sister, and she's she hasn't come back. And so the grandmother took good care of her, and when the grandmother passed away, she went to live in, in the city with her, her mother and her sister. And so here's this young country girl coming to the big city, and, you know, she meets Ike, and things just take off for her. And I believe, even speaking back with our topic a few weeks ago of purpose, I believe Tina Turner or Anna Mae Bullock, her purpose was to sing. God created her to be a singer. And so I believe that she would have still walked into that purpose without the abuse of Ike, you know, because everybody's like, well, he made her and, and this and this and that. No, God made her. God created her. He gave her that gift. And so she would have still been a star without Ike. I think he was instrumental in it. But I also feel that she was able to kind of heal some of the things that she went through in her own upbringing. She may not have been able to avoid the relationship with Ike because she was just a young girl. But I think that she would have walked away from the abuse long before she did because she stuck it out for a while. I was like, sis, if you don't get out of there with the friends, it's not okay to let the motherfucker pound on you. Oh, I died, but it's okay. (laughs) It's not funny because that's like the situation was really bad. But the way her friend told her, like, girl, (laughs) if you don't get out of here. So it's definitely like I think that she endured the pain that much longer because she never received healing. She knew what it was like to be abandoned. And so it made it that much harder for her to walk away from the abuse. And so I think that it's necessary for us to do the healing and not just healing in relationships, because I think sometimes when we speak about relationships, that's the first thing that comes to our mind is a romantic relationship. But healing is required for anything that caused you pain. Anything that caused you pain, you need to heal from it. Um, Sibling situations that are unresolved and childhood traumas. If you got into a fight with the neighbor down the street, you might need to heal from that last week. I mean, that's a little extreme, but what I'm saying is it's required. It doesn't always look like a significant other. It's required for whatever it is that hurt you. And I think that one of the first steps is acknowledging the pain. Hey, let's acknowledge this hurt me. This broke me. Because a lot of time, pain does break us. And a lot of us are walking around here not even aware. We don't even have a clue that we're broken. And so if we don't know, how can we fix it? So I think, you know, like maybe AA, what they say, the first step is acknowledging that there is a problem. I think that's kind of general with a lot of things. It can apply to a lot of things. So we have to acknowledge the pain first. And I think that if you're able to have a conversation with the person who actually hurt you, I think that's very important for your healing process. I always encourage communication. I'm very big on being transparent. I've always been that type of person where I'm an open book. My life isn't a secret. Now, I'm not going to go volunteering information and just telling everybody my business. But I'm very open. If you want to know something, just ask. 
I'm that person. If you want to know something, just ask. If I did something that hurt or bothered you, speak up and say something. I don't have a problem saying, you know, hey, I didn't mean to make you feel that way. I may not apologize for what I did if I don't feel sorry, but I will acknowledge your feelings because my intent was not to hurt you. But I think that when we do have conversations with people who have hurt us, I think that we, one, need to go into the situation. Our delivery is important. How we talk and our tone is important. And how we approach approach the situation is very important. But also we need to be aware that the person's response will usually be defensive and then they probably will deflect. Not everyone is like that. It takes an emotionally mature person to not do that. But most of us are going to get defensive. Most of us are going to deflect when um, someone presents us with their pain because we feel attacked. And that may not be your intention, but you still need to listen to what they have to say. If you can't even let them get it out, then there might be some deeper issues going on within your own self that you might need to address. But we should all be able to at least listen to the person that we love or that we care about when they're telling us things that concern the matters of their heart. So first, we, we should acknowledge the pain. And let's not minimize the pain. Right. I do that sometimes, too. I'll be over here like, you know, because you think you're the strong one. You always got to say and people. How are you doing? I'm doing OK. That's my go to. I'm doing OK. And most times I'm I am OK. Like I'm not a liar, guys. Most times I am OK. But it's a small percentage of the time where it's like, you know what? I really don't feel good, but I'm actually working on that within myself because last week it was a lot going on. I had you know, got frustrated with the weather and my truck was having some problems. And I remember my brother asking me, he's like, you don't sound good. Are you, you know, you doing okay? I just had to tell him like, I'm trying to process everything. It's a lot, you know, and I just left it at that. Like, no, I'm really not okay. But tomorrow is a new day. I'm going to wake up and thank God that he allowed me to, to, to live another day and I'm going to try to be better and uh, move forward with a positive mindset, even though I feel, you know, not so good in this moment. So I think that it's appropriate for us to acknowledge our feelings, even feelings of anger, because I do believe hurt is tied, you know, pain is tied with anger. A lot of times when people hurt us, we're angry and we're not even acknowledging those feelings of anger or we are not saying go out and bust anybody's windows or tell her clothes or, you know, throw away the kids' diapers. I'm not saying we act in a, in a negative or a hurtful way. I'm saying acknowledge that you're angry. And you may just need to say, you know what, I'm pissed. It might make you feel better or not. But sometimes just getting those emotions out, sometimes just saying it out loud. And even if there is a situation where you feel like you can't communicate with the person that's hurt you, write them a letter. Write them a letter, old school. Like, because even when we have, we try to have conversations with people, like you say, a lot of times people deflect. Now y'all talking about 
things that doesn't have anything to do with what you came into the conversation to talk about, which is your feelings and your hurt and how they made you feel. And so sometimes people don't listen to hear, they listen to respond. And so it takes you off track with where you're trying to go because, like I said, they deflect. So I think that writing a letter is very is a good approach as well. Get it out. Whatever it is, get it out. Write it down. Um, take it to your therapist. Go to God with it. Whatever is necessary, we cannot bottle these things up. It is not good for us to hold all these things inside. I know the saying, time heals all wounds. I really don't agree 100% with that. I think that we have to put in the work to heal those wounds. I think all time does is just move right along. Time just keeps going. And when we don't heal and address things and process things, they just build up and build up and build up. So now we got this childhood trauma. Now we got your last relationship. Now we got your baby mama, baby mama number one, baby daddy number two. And so we're not healing these things. And so when we actually do meet that one person that we think, you know, is just everything, this person is just, oh, my God, I want to be with them forever. And you, you, you probably do want to be with them forever. But when these issues start showing up and you can't quite figure out why, it's probably because the healing wasn't done. You came into the relationship broken. And I believe that a lot of times um, as women, we can kind of recognize our brokenness. I think it's definitely harder in men to recognize when they are broken just because of society, I think maybe, and the how much toxic things are normalized in today's society. I really don't like it. But it's a reality. And so I think some of these things do play a part in terms of men acknowledging that they are broken. I think it's, it's, it's much harder for a man to see that than a woman. Because, you know, if you came out the relationship with your baby daddy and he kept cheating on you, if you giving him a hard time about those kids, sis, you are not healed. If you are giving your baby daddy or your baby mother or your ex-wife or your ex-boyfriend a hard time about co-parenting or seeing their children, you are not healed. Your feelings are still in that situation because unless there is a situation where your child is endangered or is is something toxic going on where you don't want your child around that person, there should be no need for you to interrupt the relationship. And even if you're like, well, he ain't paying no child support and I got to do everything financially. Yes, that is terrible and it's very unfair. And you do not deserve that. But that should not allow you to keep them away from the child. And the child will get old enough to understand who their parents are. I mean, I did right? My mom didn't have to talk down about my daddy. I grew up and saw the person that he was. And so the kids will too. They can make their own opinions about what they see. You know, no, dad ain't this one. No, mom, she be on that. 
So but we shouldn't interfere with those relationships. And if we're interfering with those relationships because we're upset or we're angry about the relationship not working, even if you moved on with someone else, if you're giving your ex a hard time about co-parenting, it is a good chance you have not healed yourself from that relationship. And so we need to take the time out to not only heal for ourselves, but to heal for our children so that we can be better and we can break these generational curses for them so that they don't have to deal with these things. They don't have to deal with these things. They can be better than we were and to have more than what we had. Okay, baby. So mommy's trying to do the podcast and Ari's like, yeah, you're taking too long. I'm sorry, guys. So we really just want to not minimize our pain, not minimize how we feel. We want to acknowledge those feelings so that we're able to cope with them properly and to heal and grow from that. So healing is very important. It's very necessary. And all these steps kind of tie into each other. A lot of the topics we've talked, well, the topics we've talked about so far, because I only have, what is this, my fifth or sixth podcast? Not really sure, but they all kind of tie into each other. But the self-worth is very important because once you know your self-worth, you know certain things you, you won't be able to tolerate you won't allow yourself to tolerate and so that is what is going to get you out of certain situations that you may have put yourself into but the healing is what is going to allow you to not have to deal with that situation again the healing is what is going to be able for you to be able to see Okay, I've been in this situation before, and this is how this turned out. So I'm going to do things differently this time around. And so I just want us to all be mindful of that. And I want you all to have a good week. Before I get out of here, because I'm almost at my time. So Ace in the Place podcast will be having our first community event. Yes! Woo! So Juneteenth of this year i am going to host a community event we are going to plant flowers in a garden in the community on the west side of chicago i'm going to be giving away food and do a food drive and so i'll be asking you all to participate if you can volunteer your time if you have a few dollars you will be willing to donate to the cause i will be giving more information as i get it i am very excited about this event you all i'm very excited about I think I'm going to do visual. You'll get a visual of Ace in the Place and just kind of put it up on maybe YouTube and just trying to get my platform out there so that I can grow, 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 grow. I need to get my numbers up. I need to get my followers up. Come on, y'all. Y'all got to help me out. Help us out. Like, share, send it to someone. And so I'm going to be getting more on social media for that because I do have to build my audience is very important but i'm excited about the community event and like i said i'm going to do videos i'll do interviews and so at that point 
in June, I will be well into my interview phase of the podcast and talking with different people. And so that should be very fun. I'm very excited about that. And I hope that you all will be able to come out and support. And I just love you all. The little small community that I have right now, these podcasts aren't going anywhere. They're here. And so I'm at episode six now. But when we get to episode 600, it's going to be like, oh, my God, we can look back and like laugh. And, oh, you were so bad. You know how to do the editing. And because I'm still figuring that out, too. (laughs) The editing is not as easy as it looks or as it sounds. But I'm going to get some help with that. And we're going to figure it out. But I love you all. And I hope that you all have a good week. And I will see you here next Monday. Peace.